The first principle of making a marriage work is to enhance your love maps. Sounds dirty. Not physical maps, mental maps. The love map is all the relevant information about your partner's life. It's about making cognitive space for your partner. Why is that helpful? Well, according to the research, 67% of newlyweds had a huge drop in marital satisfaction the first time they became parents. But the remaining 33% did not experience this decline. About half of them saw their marriages improve. What separated these two groups? The couples whose marriages thrived after the birth had detailed love maps of each other. How detailed? Like they remember the major events in each other's history, and they keep updating their information as the facts and feelings of their spouse's world change. When she orders him a salad, she knows what kind of dressing he likes. If she works late, he'll think to record her favorite TV show. He could tell you how she's feeling about her boss and exactly how to get to her office from the elevator. He knows that religion is important to her, but that deep down she has doubts. She knows that he fears being too much like his father and considers himself a free spirit. They know each other's life goals, worries, and hopes. Oh my God, so much to remember. And there's more. The second principle is to nurture your fondness and admiration. There is nothing positive about you that I appreciate. That would be the opposite of that principle. So you want me to fake it? Actually, it's not phony, but more realistic. Couples were asked to tally their positive interactions after being observed. When the researchers compared the scores the couple gave themselves with those of the objective observers, they discovered that couples who described themselves as unhappily married only noticed half of the positive interactions that actually occurred. Because they were so used to tuning in to their partner's mistakes, they each missed a full 50% of their partner's positive actions. Fine, you're not a dummy. There you go. The third principle is to turn toward each other instead of away. A simple example is when you're in the supermarket aisle and your partner asks, are we out of butter? You answer, I don't know. Let me go get some just in case instead of shrugging apathetically. I'm shrugging right now. That would be considered a failed bid. A bid is a chance to attune to each other. Bids can be as minor as asking for a back rub or as significant as seeking help in carrying the burden when an aging parent is ill. In the six-year follow-up with the newlyweds, they found that couples who remained married had turned toward their partner's bids an average of 86% of the time in the love lab, while those who ended up divorced had averaged only 33%. That reminds me of this joke. When people hear that my grandpa and grandma just celebrated their 60th wedding anniversary, they inevitably ask them the secret to their long, successful marriage. In response, grandpa will smile sweetly look adoringly at grandma and explain, we both love me.